0: Welcome to Quarter R. This is where we mend walls and create safe communities. On Quarter R, we discuss all things lifestyle, family, nation building, everyday issues, and of course, everything about you. Welcome to Quarter R. My name is Buki Femi Ajela, and today we'll be discussing... A peculiar subject matter visual impairment which is also known as vision impairment or vision loss and this is when you have a decrease in the ability to see to a degree that causes problems not fixable by usual means such as glasses some also include those who have a decreased ability to see because they do not have access to glasses or contact lenses. I will not be doing this alone. I have a guest today, and he is Mr. Babatunde Mohamed. you welcome Mr. Babatunde Mohamed. Now who is Mr. Babatunde Mohammed? He is visually impaired, former Lagos State Chairman of the Nigerian Association of the Blind, and of course, He is an ICT consultant, and he deals in assisting devices for the disabled. So once again, Mr. Mubatunde Mohamed, you're welcome to Quota R. Thank you. So how and when did you know you had visual impairment?
1: Yeah, when I couldn't do as much as um, my peers were doing. So I realized that there was something actually wrong with me. Yeah, I wasn't born blind, born uh, normal. And um, during Fancy, I had um, a measles attack and I lost one of my eyes to that. And um, eventually, the second one went as a result of um, developing cataracts. This was operated on two occasions within and outside the country. And well, to God, did the glory. Um, I am where I am today not because my brain didn't try to re- to restore my or so for me to regain my sight but maybe for a, a particular purpose
0: so growing up Mr. Barton, they tell us pursuing your dream because you're an ICT consultant and of course you're a business person as well so pursuing your dream how are you able to navigate this
1: yeah after my parents discovered that um, My side wasn't going to improve. Uh, My father um, discovered a school for me in Mm Loring. then we're living in Loring. a school for the blind, and I had to go and start all over uh, from primary, was it one or two now? And um, from there, went to Ferragomen College, uh, Janiki in Lagos, before proceeding to University of uh, Jules. So even as a blind child, I was able, able to mingle with uh, certain peers in schools and from there started preparing myself for bigger and uh, tougher tasks ahead and that's where I am today
0: so how did you cope with studies because you said you went to Janiki and and I know that that's not um, a school meant for um such condition
1: yeah um, so how did you go for education of the blind yes the, the first thing is to identify a, a special school where you'll be taught braille typewriting and all that and after you have that knowledge you are going to be um taken through the same subject like the decided so if you go to corona um for instance or any other school for instance it is the same curriculum you have the, that you have in a school for the blind. That's the primary school for the blind. The only difference is that we read Braille. That's the system of reading for the blind with the fingers. Then you type from primary one, sorry, from primary three. So that when you get to secondary school, you'll be able to type. You can't see what you're typing, but your teachers can. So you, you answer your teachers uh, typing and they can mark your scripts. But for you, you put your notes into braille, or you record and listen. And so, a lot of us did this throughout our secondary schools and university uh, um, uh, days too. Uh, I used to take my braille machine, and one of the devices used by blind person or blind people to put down their notes. I used to take that to lecture room, listen to my lecturers um, dictate, and I put that into braille. Or I'll take my tape recorder, then I will record and go back to the hostel, or my room rather, and put it back into Braille. So with this, you are good to go, and uh, you will just need the support of your uh, colleagues or your friends to dictate the notes to you. Maybe you are not in class or you are not able to uh, get the note directly from the, from the lecturer. So uh, that's, but now with the advent of computer and all that technology, it's much, much better uh you can get your books on the internet you can do a lot of things in fact life is much easier for me now um i can know the color of my clothes uh, if i want to with the use of my phones and it's much better it's only if you don't want to improve as a blind person that you allow people to drag you
0: Hmm, interesting i'm just wondering mr about were there down times for you when you were growing up where well, there are times you will say oh why am i blind why am i visually impaired yeah or maybe people are mocking you or something
1: i don't even bother about when people mock me but i it's it pains me when i want to get a tax i mean it used to be very painful uh, if i wanted to get a tax done and i'm unable to do that uh, for instance for had to go and buy something and nobody in the house to send and it's a place i couldn't locate then it will be a pain and now when i remember uh, i'm a blind person or of course when people do things to you because they think you're blind or because they know you're blind and uh you know a lot of people are ignorant they can discuss you right in your presence but since you're not seen they if you cannot hear them too so they they open all the secrets and ask to you and all that you mm-hmm. know you hear so at times you know situations like that makes you feel so bad they'll come out looking for a job that my use service and it was so tough and i mean even before people will hear you out they've already disqualified you by your parents exactly. because a blind person mm. that's really that's really was devastating and i always say to people that one thing what my regrets in life is that uh, i don't have a I i mean i never got a good job that i wanted and of course my father before he died would say you don't know what god has even this one you have do not many people are looking for this life and they can't get this quality of life and all that so well i think generally even with a certain person if you are not if you're able but if you're an able-bodied person people will say the things to get you upset so don't look at what they've done just find a way mm. out and move on so so
0: talking about pity, do you do well with it when mm. people Pity i like me. to
1: be pitied at times so ah. <laughs> That's but the generally. no uh, yeah generally um pitying me will not help but mm. when you sympathize with me it will help okay That's but okay. if that was if the world pity what you understand pity mm. me and let me get what i want and uh, <laughs> for instance you are good to go for that <laughs> i want to use the ATM and the queue is long and I go out with the person that will help me and tell oh, guy you can go and use your thank you if you want to pity me. Of course, normally, that should be the practice. There should be a uh, key priority for disabled people. Uh, not that. So if it's going to favor me, uh, pity me, I can come back and educate you later <laughs> <laughs> but, but honestly the, the right thing to do is to empathize with uh, yeah, blind, uh, with disabled people so that once you put yourself in that situation you yes. help them yes. e- and, and i think people mix up pity with empathy exactly. maybe what they mean is to oh no this guy can't yeah We can't keep him long here let's get him on and yes yeah
0: so, so so the word is actually to empathize yeah and not empa- to pity not that pity, person let's talk better. about stigmatization Mm-hmm. A lack of inclusion, because I know, I mean, you are the former Lagos State Chairman of mm-hmm. the Nigerian Association of the Blind. Mm-hmm. So, what are the needs and requirements for a good life for someone with disability, especially talking about this visual empowerment?
1: Yeah, confidence. One thing that a blind person should have is confidence. Once you have that, you've earned yourself a good life. see even if you're going to take a step and you fall inside gutter don't worry you'll come out of that gutter the certain people to do fall inside gutter they come out (laughs) so don't say because you're blind you will not take a step of it or or you won't be bold. so if you have confidence already you're going to have good life then you can go out and look for jobs you can go out and look for businesses you can talk to people if you don't talk to people they don't get to know what you're going through Uh, growing up trying to have women in my life I could talk to anybody and I'm not sure that I had any fear talking to anybody and I'm sure I did a very good job uh, maybe I scored nine and a half or 9.9 over 10 mm-hmm. and of course I mean, you can never have it good in, the, in that aspect all the time so mm-hmm. as a blind person just have that confidence then secondly you need your you need support from your family because that's the immediate uh, group of people that you you know um they should support you giving you necessary education uh, educational tools that you need to, 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 to succeed where, where where you don't have parents or family members then mm. maybe your church your mosque or your, your which other one uh, any group you belong to yeah. they should support you because initially It will be very tough. There's no money for you to acquire the equipment you need. So you need people to support you. And that's where uh, the the foundation is very key. Thank God for my parents. Uh, The might not had given me everything, but they tried and that confidence Came from what they were giving to me from yeah. the beginning. And if you see a lot of blind people today that don't have that confidence, because even from their own fronts, because they didn't get it from the get, family, yeah, they didn't get that yes. support, they didn't get it. So it's
0: it's critical that the family should always be there to yeah.
1: support. It's very, yes. very critical. Yes, because
0: that helped you a lot. Yeah, that it, helped you a yeah. lot.
1: even till tomorrow, you see helping me. Yeah. Um, my younger ones will always reach out to me and mm. uh, you think we're still great now, the way we relate and, and
0: Oh, that's very good because on Quarter Hour, we talk about mm. mending worlds and having safe communities mm. and supporting people with visual impairment and other kinds of disability will really go a long way to cause us to have safe communities and also to mend worlds thank you once again mr muhammad welcome. Um, thank you so much for coming i i love your spirit <laughs> i love thank your you. spirit and um one thing that people will t- will take away from this is your confidence mm. and that is what you have actually said you should build confidence irrespective of yep, whatever disability too. you are going through and also, let the family be there to support you. Yeah. Thank you for having us You're
1: welcome. interview
0: you on Kota R. Thank, Thank, Thank you. God bless. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of Kota R. If you have feedback, comments, questions, or any other topics you'd like us to discuss, please call 0700-123-5010 or send a text to Zero seven zero one zero five zero nine seven seven one.